dream, is it? <coughs> Very probably, yes. Isn't there anything in the post? Hmm? Have a look. Why on earth not? Because there's no point. Why should today be any different from yesterday or the day before or the day before that? Ah, oh, it's very logical. Look at the damn post. to think. I am? I can't say I've noticed. Oh, for God's sake, Holmes. Just because you've had nothing to occupy you for a couple of weeks. Five you weeks. You don't have to... All right, then. Five weeks. You still don't have to take it out on me. Five long, sterile weeks in which the only intellectual problem that's presented itself is what fatuous interruption I can expect from you. Now, Miss. you're not even making sense. If you've had nothing to think about, how can I have interrupted you? Dear God, I must be the most long-suffering individual in London. Coffee? No, thank you. Well, this morning, I do have something to think about. So there was something in the post? Yes. Well, you're welcome. What? Nothing. Is it important? Holmes, the letter. Is it important? Vitally important. It's Porlock's writing. I've only seen it twice before, but it's definitely Porlock's writing. And who's Porlock? Porlock is a nom de plume, an identification mark. But beyond that? I have no idea. You know, I live in hope that one day we might actually have a normal conversation. You don't know who he is, and you've only seen his writing twice before, but you're behaving as if his letter's a matter of life and death. Look. Oh, you're sure I'm trustworthy enough? I'd hate to say something fatuous and... Holmes. Interesting, isn't it? 534, C2, 13, 7, 36, 31. Holmes. What is this? There's every chance it's exactly what you said it was. A matter of life and death. You didn't tell me this was your stop, too, brother. Wait. Okay, now we can talk. You never know who's listening. No, I guess not. Brother Mike Scandal, Lodge 341, Vermissa. Father John McMurdo, Lodge 29, Chicago, Bodymaster J.H. Scott. The clouds are heavy. Yes, a storm is approaching. <laughs> I mean, not to meet your brother so early. There are plenty of us about in the valley. What brings you here? I heard there was work for a willing man. And there's none in Chicago? No, I found plenty. Then why did you leave? Seemed like a good idea. Where are you staying? Here. Someone back home put me on to it. Jacob Shafter, Sheridan Street. You know it. I know it. You'll find precious few brothers staying there. But I dare say it'll do you for now. I'll walk with you. What's he like? This Jacob Shafter. He's as honest a man as you'll find in this town. Then lead on, brother. This way. They turned their faces into the freezing wind and walked together through the rutted paste of muddy snow that formed the main street of Vermissa. In the long and gloomy valley there had at least been a certain grandeur, but the town showed nothing but a dead level of mean ugliness and squalor.
Porlock isn't important in himself. It's the man he's in touch with who matters. Yes, yes, imagine the, um, the jackal and the lion. Uh, no, or rather, yes, the, um, the pilot fish and the shark. Yeah, he works for a criminal. Hmm, but in truth, he's rather more on my side of the law than his master's, or on occasion, at least. Mm, an informant. Not purely out of the goodness of his heart, presumably. Watson, you're a cynic. Oh, a realist. Well, the occasional ten-pound notes found its way from me to him, yes. It was money well spent. This... There's advance warning of some devilry. A string of numbers. And one letter. And three words. Douglas Burlston Burlston. What do you make of it? 534C2137361721. Douglas. Uh, words on the page of a book. You think so? No doubt about it. It's Porlock's usual method. Why are some words written out? Ah, because he couldn't find them in print. Exactly. So... Which book? I don't know. But without a title, we can't do a thing. Watson, you have an unerring ability to keep us flat-footed on the ground. This here's old man Shafter's place. Thanks. Well, I guess I'll be seeing you at the lodge. Count on it. Regular meeting's Friday. There's a hall behind the Union Saloon on Main Street. Nine o'clock. Right. But if you know what's good for you, you report to the body master soon as you can. Boss McGinty's the man. Councillor Jack McGinty. It's him who owns the saloon. What's he like? You never heard of Boss McGinty? Well, how could I? I'm a stranger in these parts. I thought his name was known clear across the country. It's been in the papers often enough. In the papers? What for? Good God, man, what's the matter with you? Because of the scourers. What are the scourers? Are you joking with me, friend? Why would I be doing such a thing? You really don't know about the Scourers. I've never heard the name before. Well, you'll find out soon enough. Now listen. You take my advice. Report in as soon as you can. I guess I'll settle in here first. If you say so. Excuse me. Good night, Brother Scanlon. Good health to you, Brother McMurdo. <clears throat> Please, miss. Don't be apologising. That's as pleasing a shade of red as ever I've seen. I thought you were my father. No, that I'm not. No. So, would you be having a place by your heart for a weary traveller? 534 C213. Will he send you the title? Mm. By the next post. All we have to do is wait. All we have to do is wait. You know, uh, you should be grateful for the code. I should? Why? Well, because of the suspense. You can't deny. It makes for a better story. If you come when all the flowers are dying And I am dead, as dead I well may be You'll come and find 
the place where I am lying And kneel and say an ave there for me John McMurdo was a man who made his mark quickly. Wherever he was, the folk around soon knew it. When the honest foremen and commonplace clerks who were shaft as boarders gathered of an evening, it was McMurdo's jokes which were the readiest, his conversation the brightest, and his song the best. And I shall hear those soft you tread above me and all my dreams will warmer sweeter be for you will bend and tell me that you love me and I shall sleep in peace until you come to Thank you, Miss Shafter. That was as fine about the piano playing as I've heard. Oh, Mr. McMurdo, that was so lovely. Wasn't that lovely, Father? You sing like a bird, my friend. Ah, not like the birds in Ireland, sir. In the old country, the angels themselves fly down when the birds are singing to take lessons. And sure, the hills are so fair and the lakes are so blue that they think they're still in heaven. You make it sound so beautiful. Why did you ever leave to go roving? Ah, oh, now, that's a tale for another day. A story of wonder and wistfulness.